Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. All right, folks, it's that time again. World Championship Radio coming to you from Christopher Media. And, of course, I'm joined by my good friend, Justin. What's going on, Wrestling Buddies? And today, my good friend, Michael. I'm back. <laughs> I'm Welcome so, back. I'm so happy that I'm not working. Yeah, I can imagine it being pretty stressful. But. Yeah, because I'd, be I'd just be getting home now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, we're here to talk about wrestling and... Uh, it's been a pretty busy week, I'm not going to lie, or even a weekend, if you want to get technical. It's been a week since we've talked about wrestling, but let's get right into it. Justin, you had sent me something interesting about Mr. Jay Uso, and what was the other one? Uh, Jimmy also? No, no, no. No, just Jay? No, it was just Jay. Wow. All right, go ahead. Give, it, give me the rundown. What happened with Jay this weekend? Okay, so after uh, the SmackDown taping at, uh, was it Austin? Austin, Texas? Yes. Okay, so after the SmackDown taping in Austin, he decides, you know, I'm going to... It was a good show. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I got the title. Hey, he's on the top of the world right now. I'm going to have a couple drinks. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to get behind the wheel. That's I'm, I, mean, I mean, the ride-along people aren't there, so fuck it. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he gets pulled over. Yeah, on Sunday, apparently, in uh, Hildalgo County, Texas. <laughs> Which sounds like a place you do not want to get pulled over. Yeah, especially not at, at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he posted a $500 personal recon- recognizance bond. That's interesting. I wonder how that worked out. PR. It's yeah. a PR bond. Oh, yeah, for sure. You don't pay nothing. Just make sure you come back. Right. Yeah. We know who you are, Fatu. Right. Exactly. My kid watches your show. <laughs> we ain't going to keep you overnight because you got to go. You got to go defend that US or that uh, title. That's what the cops said, I think. I could only imagine like he started, he's walking into the court for the, like his arraignment. Right. He gets up there, and the judge is just like, "Ooh, <laughs> like, like, yes, I'm going to get off on this. <laughs> but this actually isn't the first time, though, for Jimmy. This actually is a second offense. He had a similar one back in September of 2011 in Tampa, but he was, too, released on a $500 bond as well. So I guess he's the $500 bond man? <laughs> no, he's the man that can't hold his liquor. <laughs> well, that's obvious. <laughs> But, I mean, I feel bad a little bit for the guy. I mean, it's hard. You know, they always talk about that grueling schedule. I mean, the dumb idea was getting behind a wheel. Yeah, I think that was the stupidest thing that he could have done. But I honestly don't blame him for cutting loose a little bit, but just don't be driving while you're doing it. Right. Common sense. I mean, you know, this ain't the old territory days. You know, this isn't the 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 sixties and seventies. You can't just go down the interstate with a six pack, especially if say, you're the driver. You hear that? Why so not? Ric Flair used to, the stories were about Ric Flair. So he would be he wouldn't be he'd be driving with like a, like two six packs, and by the time he got to the town or wherever he had to stop, he the back seat was just full. <laughs> it's just it. it it's nuts. Uh, it, it's a new day. No pun intended. <laughs> sure. Your but, pun's fantastic, sir. It, but it fantastic. is. It is. It's a new day, and it, you, you can't do shit like that. And you want to know what, what what's at the end of that grueling schedule? A goddamn hotel room. Well, yeah, but it, it just never stops. It's relentless. If, I mean. As, if, as part of the, the career he chose. Well, yeah, but hey. I I feel bad. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not like you. I'm not heartless. I feel bad that you know the poor man got caught up in a DUI. <laughs> I, I feel bad that the, no, you don't. You've been the, laughing about it the no, whole time. No, no, I'm trying to mock you. I feel bad that the cops pulled me pulled him over, did their job, and <laughs> got a reckless monster off the street. <laughs> monster is a little far, sir. Throwing but. beer cans out the window. Where are you reading Oose. all this? Where are you reading all this? And, and this is what I imagine. Okay, well, you, you, I think you get, keep your imagination to yourself. You, you came in, yeah. <laughs> other than the good green, but <laughs> but no, yeah, this is going to be crazy, and uh, it will be interesting to see what happens with them uh, 
going forward from this uh, situation. I'm sure they will be missing it. Maybe a tag titles. I, yeah, I don't I know how far say, this news was, got out. I was going to say maybe they're going to drop them and then he's going to have to like stop for a minute. Because oh. if, it, if it is a second, that might be possible. Right. But I don't know. I, I don't know. This, this is kind of interesting news. And, you know, It'll. We'll see where it goes. I, it's. It's too much in the air. I know you want him to lose the title and get fired from the job, but I didn't say I want him to get you fired from the job. About, but you know what? what? You might end up living his goddamn gimmick. <laughs> said, what? Penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could laugh with you, but I'll laugh at you. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Uh, here's some interesting uh, information. Uh, we had uh, some new signees recently to NXT. Uh, big names in the indie world, I would say. Uh, we had War Machine, Hanson, and Roe, Candice LeRae, and uh, we also had uh, uh, King Ricochet. Yes. So that's a huge signing. But uh, I, how do you feel about it, Mike, before you talk over me again? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I'm excited for War Machine. I'm actually excited for all of them. But War Machine as a whole, because I think they're an amazing team. They're gonna, the WWE is going to hopefully see what two big guys can do. Well, they're, I mean, I've seen what two big guys can do with uh, Bludgeon Brothers. but <laughs> No, I'm, they're a little, in my opinion, they're a little bit more high-flying. But, yeah, they're, it's... Yeah, I mean, they're a tough team nonetheless. I think that'll make a more, how do I say it, aggressive tag t- team yeah. you know, area. I think it'll shake a lot of stuff up. Oh, God. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, you brought up Bludgeon Brothers. Now, that's a dream match right there. Yeah, I would like to see those two go at it, those two teams. But you know, they're going to start off as going to be them and, oh, God. Uh, Titus and uh, Apollo? Not Titus and Apollo. What, what is it? Uh, heavy Machinery? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Them, I fucking hate those guys. Them and authors of pain. It's it's, it's going to be a bunch of big guy on big guy matches, which are going to be stupid. Yeah, they'll probably just roll over them. I mean, they have to. Oh, they got to have them come <laughs> in as a monster team. Like, I would actually like to see them versus the Good Brothers once they get into the WWE. That would be, Ooh, that would be awesome. That's what I want. <laughs> but also, uh, we had Candle Saray, one of the... One half of the cutest tag team in the world with uh, Joey Ryan. What's going to happen with that? Is Joey going to go somewhere else and move on? You think he might be in a mystery entrant in the Royal Rumble? There's no way. Why? I th- I I think he's entertaining. <laughs> what? You don't think he's entertaining? No. It, listen, you you already know what I think of the dick flip, and, and he's a fraud. It's a fraud. <laughs> He's a what was it a penis? Uh, what did hey penis man. perpetrator? Penis perpetrator. That's right. I could it just wasn't coming out right. <laughs> and and it's that exactly is what's going to keep him out. Yeah, maybe. You know they they might send him a letter going. Listen, stop doing that goddamn dick fucking gimmick, and you know j- just let it ride for six months. We'll bring you in. I doubt they're going to lose that. Because I, I feel like Raw has been trying to go, or actually WWE in general, going back towards the Attitude Era. I think the group of wrestlers they have in the roster now want to be more aggressive, you know, get a little more, you know, anger out in this wrestling. I think. Well, yeah, and they all and all of them have that uh, that mentality, that hunger mentality, like they did in the Attitude Era. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, don't get me wrong. I I like Joey Ryan. I just don't like that fucking spot. Right. It's fucking stupid. But with Candice <laughs> LeRae being in there, I think this is going to be a huge you know addition for the women's division. Oh, She's it's a gonna great be, wrestler. It's going to be huge. Yeah, and she was in the women's uh, classic, the Mae Young classic. That was she did a good job there. I see a couple teams up, teams up. I see a couple team ups with uh, her, and I still said it again with her and her husband. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I can see that if they keep pushing this mixed gender thing, you know, I right. I think this is going to be huge. I already watched the uh, one with uh, what was it Shinsuke and Natalia versus uh, Finn and Sasha, which was pretty damn good. I've not watched it. I will be watching it when I get home. There you go. Got to get it on Facebook, sir. No, well, they had. I, I found it on YouTube. Oh, there you go. At lunch, I just wasn't able to watch it because of the data problem. But yeah, it was. Uh, and another signing I can't forget about. This one's a big one, and I am really worried about what they're going to do with him. King Ricochet. 
Oh, I am super excited with that, and I'm with you that I'm kind of really I'm worried about that. Yeah, I mean, we've seen what they've done with wrestlers that are called in terms spot monkeys, or yeah. you know, just choreographed to the fullest extent, which we've seen a lot of his matches are. Yeah. I mean, you can't lie about that. Yeah, especially the ones with him and Will Ospreay. But this is what sells him. This is what makes him a great wrestler. This is what attracts people to come see him. Yeah. Why tear something like that out of a wrestler and change up his entire wrestling you know, persona just to fit a company? I hope that doesn't happen with this situation. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I think he's going to be the new high flyer of the company. Okay. It's, you know, it, it's always that one guy that fills each spot. There's the strong guy. There's the high flyer. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, that's featured in the company. That's the guy. And I think to your point, people forgot about that because Rey Mysterio was in there for such a long time and they haven't been able, since he's left. Right. There hasn't been anybody really. Well, Kalisto kind of uh, did before he, they decided to put, put him against Braun Strowman, which I think just hurt him. But yeah, I think. Yeah, and, and and like you said, it they tried it with Kalisto, they tried it with um Sincara. with Sincara, which yeah. oh god, <laughs> they they they're, they're always trying to get that that new high flyer, you know. Neville Neville was supposed to be the guy, yeah, you know, he was going to be the guy, yeah. and for a while he was, right. But you know, and everything well, changes. I thought that's what two hundred five live was going to become, but they've pretty much screwed that entire division well, yeah, up they by putting Enzo it. as a champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's their first mistake, and you don't even see half of the moves or the talent anymore doing what they originally did in the Cruiserweight Classic. Right. So, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy to see that he's finally going to make the money he deserves because he's such a great worker, but at the same time, I think they're going to sacrifice his, his whole you know persona, the way he wrestles. They're going to try and change it a lot. And My, my thinking is, do, does he own that name? I believe so. But uh, I did see a funny posting, though, someone put on Twitter uh, that said that. Uh, breaking news. Uh, El Generico and Prince Puma seen in Mexico in an orphanage for ki- children. <laughs> helping out. Uh, I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's funny, because that came out similar for the El Generico when uh, Sammy came through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were, there were so many El Generico sightings everywhere when he first came in. Right. <laughs> they were like, oh, El Generico retired from wrestling, so now he's, he's off doing this and that and the other. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it, was, pretty, it was pretty interesting to see a lot of uh, the classic wrestlers, WWE wrestlers, seeing you know the signing of uh, King Ricochet being a huge signing for the WWE. Oh, yeah. That, and I, right. I think that's great because yeah. they th- – well, I think a lot of the older wrestlers recognize talent. Mm-hmm. And not just with the high flying, he's talented. Mm. Not, it's not just flips and doodads, it's flips and doodads with meaning. Right. And he can brawl. Yeah, and that he, is a big thing. And he looks real doing it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, only time will tell on this. I'm sure they're probably going to move all three of those, uh, pe- or not all three, the, all four of those people up fast. Because they've already been wrestling forever. I mean, they're veterans of wrestling. And, I mean, like I said, the only person I think they'll actually take their time with is Ricochet. I think it's Candice LeRae. I think Candice LeRae is going to – I I still agree with you with Ricochet, but I think they're going to keep both of them back for a while. I see War Machine going up because there's no competition for them unless they – Well, Akam and Reyes are. What? They're still the most dominant tag team. You could shake your head, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm not disputing it. <laughs> but they fucking suck. They're still. Well, they had the belts for a while. I don't see how they sucked. <laughs> well, shit. I mean, if I'm writing the show, I can give whoever the hell I want the belt. That don't still make them good. <laughs> well, right, but they're dominant, and it's kind of like the same dominance as War Machine does over a team. Yeah, exactly. But they're more polished now. Akam and Razor can, you know. They can stand to benefit from, a, you know, from the rub, from that experience. Right. I think so. I think they could teach them a lot. Yeah. I think they'll help out with a lot of other tag teams in there, too. You know, like you said, heavy machinery. They need a lot of help. And, you know. Or, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you that know, might the, actually be one of the big reasons why they sign, where they're able to sign them. Or another group like the Street Profits. Yeah. That's another group that's coming up that, you know, needs some, a little bit of veteran tag team you know knowledge and i think that would be the key 
I still haven't caught on to their gimmick yet. I'm still. I'm, I I'm, I don't get it. I I get it. But I find them I'm entertaining. The <laughs> They're entertaining, but yeah. I don't get it. They didn't remind me of something that should have been going on in the nineties. Yeah. Well, they're just the late, party animals. The late '90s, early 2000s, like that's what gets me. Mm-hmm. But they're entertaining, so. right? They're entertaining as all hell. Get out! It's just I'm still not there. And right. I said a couple shows back, it's like it, I know they're going to be one of those teams where it's like one day I'm just going to look at them, or they're going to say, you know, they're going to say something, and I'm going to be like, okay. All right, now I'm behind you guys. Right. I get it. You're, you're going to be sitting there like, damn it, they got me. They got me. <laughs> That's what I said with the New Day. <laughs> I was so, I'm like, no, I'm not going to like this. Yeah, I'm, I initially was a I'm with you too. too. Yeah, I think all three of us, yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, I'm like I said, I'm interested to see where the future holds for those people. And let's move on here to uh, coming up. Pretty soon here. I know I'm not going to talk about the pay-per-view just yet because we got a couple, well, about a week or more to go. Week, yeah. But there is a big show coming up, Raw 25, the 25th anniversary of Raw as a show, the biggest or the longest episodic TV show on TV, you know, television TV history. Today. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of big names have been thrown around. And uh, the most recent one I heard, which is kind of crazy in my mind, Kevin Nash. Is going to show up at Raw 25. Huh? The guy just had his <laughs> knee done. And, I mean, that's he had a lot of surgery. I've seen the video and the pictures of his knee exposed out of the skin. <clears throat> and, yeah, I mean, when they pull, you know, when they go through surgery like that, I don't see wrestlers coming back. But I think he just might be making an appearance. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys, the older wrestlers that are going to be showing up are obviously or most likely going to be appearances. Like I've heard... Uh, what was it? I've heard all of NWO with Bischoff, too, which is surprising. Um, I've heard Shawn Michaels. I've heard, you know, oh, what else? I've, I mean, there's going to be a lot of names. And I, I'm looking forward to it, but is there any names you guys, you know, are looking forward to, heard, or want to, you know, hear about coming back for this show? I know who ain't going to be there. Who? Hulk Hogan. Well, that's odd. Yeah, yeah, I think he heard, you know, some black people. Are All right. <laughs> but who do you think you would like to be there? Oh, man. Um, like I said, I, man, a lot of the folks that, that, that were like the heart of, your, you know, that you would think about when you think about Raw, yeah. a lot of them had passed on and shit, like Bobby Heenan. Yeah. You know, Savage. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, you know, that's what I think about when I think about, you know, who I want to see as a, you know, a memory of Raw, but... See, I think more to the Attitude Era, like Stone Cold, The Rock. Well, I think both of them will be, but I'd like to see some of the old managers show up, like Jimmy Hart. Her brother Love will be there. Yeah, like brother, which is surprising. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe well. like maybe they might be pull Slick out of out of his uh, hiatus. Yeah, or uh, I heard. Uh, Holla Holla Player is going to be there. Teddy? Teddy. Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Yep. I love Teddy. He'll be there. That's my dog. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Mike, anybody? You? Uh, anybody? Well, being so close to uh, uh, Royal Rumble, I'd like to see the winner of the first Royal Rumble, Jim Duggan. Was off, he on Raw, though? Hand. I believe he was for a short period of time. He hmm. had a little comeback. Okay. Yeah, that would be cool. I but could definitely deal with that. Stuff like, like like, I'm more of a nostalgia, nostalgia type kind of person. I like, I like the older. Like, I'd like to see the Fink come back. The Fink would be cool. <laughs> Do a couple, of the, you know, matches, announce them. That'd be yeah. cool. Man, put somebody in, uh, in some doink makeup. And I'm like, oh my god, it's doink. <laughs> uh, man, you want to see like the worst wrestlers come back? <laughs> well, at least he didn't say. Like, why would you want to see dumpster droids, <laughs> or Repo Man? Like, I'd really want to see that guy. No, he will. No, he's suing the WWE. You will not see. Yeah, him. you're not gonna. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, speaking of older wrestlers, I don't know if you guys heard the news. Uh, I guess over the weekend as well, uh, Jim Ottoman, best known as Shipwreck. What was it? Uh, Tugboat? Tugboat. Yes. And uh, he had a uh, little bit about a scare of health there, and uh, a lot of people were worried about him. And uh, what was it? Actually, Lanny Poffo, <laughs> a name that you don't hear too often, 
uh, was the one that brought my attention to this. It was just kind of like, not my per- personally, like he called me, like, hey, Rob, this is Lanny, and I want you to understand. I'm the, I'm the genius. I'm the genius. No, I'm like horrible, leaping Lanny. Lady. <laughs> I'm leaping. He doesn't even call himself Lady. He's like, Rob, this is the genius. This is genius. Well, which Macho's one? Macho's brother. Remember? <laughs> Be like, yeah, Lanny, what's up? <laughs> I hear some big news. <laughs> but uh, not a laughing matter, but Tugboat, unfortunately. I mean, he had a little scare with his leg, and I'm hoping all the best for Mr. Ottoman. Uh, one of the classics. Oh, for sure. Well, he was also a typhoon. Yep. To people that might not know Miss Tugboat. He wasn't Shockmaster, was he? He was the Shockmaster. Yes, he was. <laughs> all right. I was about to say, I think he was the Shockmaster, too. Yes, he was. <laughs> damn. Well, I hope the best of luck, and hopefully it gets better. But, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, let's see what else we got here. News. I, uh, I'm i not that prepared. This I, unfortunately, have been doing a couple other things on the side. Artwork. EC3. Uh, EC3 and uh, both Bobby Lashley and EC3 are no longer with TNA. How do you guys <laughs> feel about that? You think they're going to come over the WWE in the Rumble? Or? I, d- I may. Yeah, EC3, I could see being the uh, the surprise in the Rumble. But Bobby Lashley, he plus, I don't think him and the WWE left on the right terms. Mm-hmm. And I've heard lots of rumors of him stopping and then just doing MMA, like the whole, like full time be- towards the end of his career. Yeah. Because he's still, I think he's still at that peak where he can still fight. But, yeah, yeah, I think he could definitely fight. But I don't see him joining WWE again. Hmm. What do you feel about that, Justin? Man, I don't know because I, I kind of see Bobby Lashley, especially how they pushed him, and I mean they tried to throw every single title they could fucking manage to throw at him. Yeah, at he him. even wrestled for Donald Trump. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in between his ECW reigns, that, that uh, Vince decided that he was a better champion than him. Yeah, yeah, that which is crazy. That. You know, yeah. that, that's nuts. Vince <laughs> with that crazy do rag thing that he would wear. Yeah, that's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, it was that was really yeah, weird. But uh, also another TNA guy. I don't know if you heard. Uh, Rockstar Spud is talking about uh, joining up possibly with the WWE. Now he would probably end up in two hundred five, I think. I think he will, and I'm not. I can't really say anything too much about him because I've never really seen him wrestle. Mm-hmm. Every time I'd see him, he was like the lackey for like Dixie Carter or right. somebody else. So, but he is entertaining, though. Yeah, he's I'm, pretty. I love the suits. Yeah. <laughs> no, is is Mandrews? Is he still? Uh, is he still hanging around on contract? I think he's with the UK contract. Yeah. You know, still doing that. But I would like him to see him come yeah, because, back full time. Yeah, because he pops up on 205 like once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Or in the UK, you know, when somebody needs to fight Pete Dune to keep it relevant. <laughs> see, I think wherever wherever Mandrews is, that's where you're going to find Spud. Mm. Both of them are best friends. I just, I see where, for some reason, I just see both of them sticking together in this. That'd be cool. So if they give a little more tag deep team. to 205, Ooh. actually be able to maybe start a uh, tag division. Yeah, they could. If I mean, how many wrestlers do they have in that? I right? know they don't really. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. need to get a little bit more. You but need yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, this is a start. If right. they actually start bringing like people in, I yeah. think that would be cool. Though I would, I'd definitely be up for that. I'd and, be more interested in that than the actual title, especially at this moment. But yeah, I've seen him run with uh, in TNA with EC3, and you know, with you know, that was a pretty entertaining group. Yeah, he was his lackey there. for a minute, and uh, yeah, it was just an interesting combination that would probably work well in the WWE. So hopefully, uh, we'll see that coming up soon. All right, but uh, let's look through here, I'm trying to find uh, something else we can cover. Do you gentlemen have anything you wanted to bring up? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I know you have your corner. Is this part of the corner? Or? Oh no. Okay. What else you got, sir? Oh yeah. <laughs> Kool Aid man. Yeah. No. Roman Reigns. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I'm actually, we'll su- talk to it. I'm actually surprised we it. didn't get to that after. Uh, well, I don't find Bruce. it that interesting. That's why I didn't bring it up. But <laughs> go well, ahead. this is big news. I mean, for you, yes. What? Oh, come on, an accused drug dealer <laughs> in a goddamn steroid ring names Roman Reigns as one of his customers. Come on, how is that not big news? Okay, go ahead, Th- cover it, it up, man. Oh, come on. So uh, Roman Reigns, you know, yes, the, the new the, John the, the Cena, big the big dog. He's using steroids. This is this is what Which, what we're pushing the kids. It doesn't look like he uses steroids though. Like, is he using it the wrong way? Like, is he shooting into a shoe? Or is or is, or is, or is gauntlet? <laughs> and is like you know ring gauntlet or no? It's in his well, yeah. It's in his vest. Well, how, when he was suspended for his first violation, do we ever really know what he got violated for? No, they just said it was a wellness policy. Uh, what do you call it? violation? Hmm. Sounds Which, like steroids now to me. <laughs> right. Well, I thought it was another drug. I heard a lot of people saying marijuana was the possible, you know, issue with him. Right. Which made more sense to me because he's not jacked. I mean, maybe he's giving it all to Jinder Mahal. <laughs> maybe he's been buying it for Jinder. It's, it's quite possible. I've heard they were friends. Okay. I did not know that. And this is something that can open up a whole new steroids, you know, investigation into the WWE. I mean... Back in what was oh god when was 2007. it? Two thousand seven. Was it? Did they have one Even in that? Yeah, it was with uh, uh, RKO. Randy Orton was part of it. Uh, Edge was part of it. Uh, who else was part of it? Santino was in the uh, ring with that whole group. Um, god, I feel like I'm missing a couple more names, but yeah, in two thousand seven there was a bus too. Yeah, and back in the and 90s. even back in the nineties. Yeah, so and that was Hogan. Vince himself, because Vince was looking to go to jail. Jesus, yeah, and Vince looked jacked as hell, too. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's retarded. Like, come on. But, no, go ahead, Jess. But, I mean, uh, other people, other celebrities and other uh, uh, sports athletes have also been named in the, you know, in the whole case. But Roman Reigns pretty much stood out as the guy. Right, definitely a big name. And, it, and like I said, it's it's relevant to the point of, I mean, shit, they're celebrities, and you open up your life to people, so you open up your fuck-ups, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, what... I, I did read some of this story that you did send me, but, I just, like, what are they... Like, are they going to go after just him, or are they going after a bunch of other guys? Are they going to get suspended? Are they going to get... See, now, as far as the suspension and all that, that's up to the WWE. Right. That, that falls into their, their ball game, but... Now, is he going to go to court? That's also up in the air, too. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. You know, they, they might haul all these guys in and go, hey, fuck it. We got, you know, <laughs> this dude's a scumbag, but he fucking named you guys as other scumbags. So, right. <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to tell. I think WWE, considering they'll probably, he might get a second wellness, you know, just for, for public view. He might get a second wellness. They're definitely probably going to strip that title. They're right. definitely going to strip that title from him. Not a probably. They're definitely going to strip the title from Well, him. I think that they're looking to probably do that at Royal Rumble since The Miz came back so early. I mean, he's early, he's back earlier than I thought he was going to be back. Yeah, he did. That's shot. probably the reason why he is back, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought he was a good, you know, IC title holder. I mean, I know that's debated throughout this group. Uh, <laughs> On my opinion of that, but no, he he, I agree with you. He's just obnoxious to me. That's what his job is. But he's, he's to get under your no, skin. that's what I get. But that's why I'm saying he was a good champion. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought he was a good WWE champion. See, I didn't no, like him. As, I didn't think he was a. I don't think he was as a WWE champion. U.S. title, tag title, Intercontinental title, amazing champion. Yeah. Speaking of U.S. title, uh, I don't know if you guys saw SmackDown last night. Uh, they were going to hold off. I guess this was supposed to be held off till the next week on the twenty on SmackDown of next week. Yeah. But apparently they pushed it forward, and uh, Bobby Roode is now our U.S. champion. Glorious. He beat Jinder Mahal, <laughs> called him out in the ring, and hey, I, I don't know what else to say about this. This is a this is a glorious thing, and I think. Uh, well, how do you guys feel about this? Do you think this is a good move by WWE to I do it early? Or? I think it's a great move. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> Considering some of the fuckery that WWE has been doing, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they didn't just go, you know what? We're going to have this at an untelevised house show. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Starcade. <laughs> right. Exactly. 
Like you just wake up in the morning and you go, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> or when, when AJ, AJ won. Styles. Yeah, when AJ won the World Heavyweight Championship of all belts. <laughs> you win it at a house show. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Who's the champ? No, I watched the show the other night. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But uh, I'm I'm definitely happy to see that he's a champion. And, I mean, the guy's a workhorse. I mean, to see what he put in the time in NXT, I mean, it was a little brief, but he did great work in NXT. And we know him from being in TNA. So. Well, TNA, I know him about from TNA and a little bit in the indies. Yeah. Yeah, beer, still, Beer Money is one of my favorite, which I've heard. There might be a little comeback for really, yeah, a James Storm. That would be interesting. I haven't heard anything about that. God, that would be interesting because uh, I really think he screwed the pooch. Well, he yeah, he kissed Dixie Carter's ass and thought he was going to get some sort of good deal out of it. And then again, too, I was always under the assumption that he just you know just took WWE's contract and went fuck you. Hell, he might not even had a you know a contract contract as we know it. Well, when uh, you know when James Storm was on NXT, they did an interview with him after the fact, and I do remember him saying that he left on good terms with Triple H. So, I mean, there is probably a possible opportunity of that happening, but I mean, it's been a while since Beer Money, and I, I mean, I don't know how it would translate with the WWE fans, but we've seen broken Matt Hardy show up as woken Matt Hardy, and <laughs> I'm sure we'll see uh, Jeff come back in the, you know as Brother Nero, maybe. Yeah. Or Brother Hero. Brother Hero. You know, since they're going broken to Woken. And <laughs> yeah, he's quite positive these days. Yeah, but uh, it's definitely interesting. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here. And, uh, yeah, like I said, congratulations to Mr. Rude there uh, on your championship. Uh, well deserved. Yeah, very well deserved. Uh, anything else here I could bring up? You thinking anything, Justin? Michael, anything? I'm trying. Newsworthy? I'm trying. Now, Roman was my gambit. That was my back pocket. All right. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's move on here uh, to Mr. Justin. Uh, Justin, we are on our part two of uh, the Monday Night Wars. Is that what you were calling it? Yeah. Uh, well, hey, since I've been f- slacking on the music, what would you like to hear, sir? You know what? I think from last week. Motown? Like, oh, yeah. I think I'd like to keep that as, uh, as my regular steady. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. It's my regular steady woman. <laughs> Let's see if I can find this here. I have all the faith in the world in you. All right. Here we go. That's right. What is war good for? War is good for our entertainment. And ratings. And ratings. <laughs> and you know what? We're actually going to talk about some ratings at the end of this. This is our ever-continuing segment, the Monday Night Wars, where we compare Monday Night Raw to Monday Night Nitro. And I'm glad you're covering it because I think WWE did a shit job on their TV network. I'm glad you're doing it. Over. <laughs> you know what? What I'm kind of figuring out is... I. They might not have did a shitty job. I think they just put out a shitty product at that time. Mm. E- either that or, because, I mean, this is coming off, this is uh, September 11th of 1995. Now, we're a week removed from Nitro's, you know, debut show. And WWE, goddamn, they couldn't give two shits. They didn't do anything special. They didn't care. Oh, I think at that time they were complacent, you know. Oh yeah, because and plus, who they were pre-taping, they were you know they were pre-taping, right. so really, what in the hell could they do? You know, WWE's coming; they're uh, two weeks removed from um, from their pay-per-view. Uh, which I, in your house? <laughs> you know what? It probably wasn't in your. <laughs> it was how many times? How many of those did they make? Like, A lot. <laughs> Wasn't it like every two months there was it in your house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But no, they were actually coming off of SummerSlam. And uh, they were preempted more than likely for the dog show. Oh, yeah. Which, which fuck that goddamn dog show. Hey, uh, now. I like the little dog section. Westminster. <laughs> but uh, Raw was coming from uh, Canton, Ohio that day. 
our opening match was Razor Ramon versus the British Bulldog. With Cornette in the corner. Wow. Another Bulldog. Bulldog was sporting that his brand new haircut. He had just turned heel. So that's when he dropped the, the scraggly hair and, you know, went the nice clean shaving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he cut the long hair off. Right. I like right. the one he did the braids. <laughs> I did, too. Actually, I really liked the cornrows. He had the cornrows, yeah. the beads, the matches outfit. He was coordinated. <laughs> Not so much at this point. Yeah, Matilda, you know, I love that part, you know? Yeah. So, during this time, something to remember is that uh, Razor Ramon is feuding with uh, Dean Douglas, one of my favorite heels. Not necessarily the Dean Douglas character, but... Shane Douglas. Yeah, I love Shane. I oh, think, yeah. You know, Me too. I think when this time when he was in WWE, he was in his worst shape. Yeah. Because he didn't look good. I mean, he could perform, but I don't think he looked good as compared to when he was in ECW. Mm-hmm. And the character was stupid. Yes. I will agree with that one. Yeah. Oh, really stupid. You know, he can still cut a good promo, though, which I can respect. Yeah, he never lost that. <laughs> so during the match, Razor and, uh, and British Bulldog, they're going at it. Dean Douglas comes down, and he tries to interfere. In the midst of it, one, two, three kid comes down to make the save. Okay. You know, he, Sean is still, oh, God, he's looking so baby face. <laughs> yeah, this is when he still had the mullet, yeah. the super mullet. He did. He looked so cute. And I'm pretty sure at the time he was like 25. Right. <laughs> but he looked like he was like 16. <laughs> but um, he comes down to make the save. You know, through a bunch of kabuki. He ends up costing Razor the match. Mm-hmm. So... They go to commercial, they come back, and uh, Vince is in the ring. Vince is, I forgot how much Vince was a shit starter. Oh, yeah. When he was on commentary and doing interviews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Vince, he literally was like the equivalent of smack my hand, and then he runs up and like smacks the other guy. That's from him, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just making the digs like, oh, you, you cost Razor this match, and and the kid's like, well, no, well, he cost me a match last week. You know, I was like, well, fuck, if nothing else, we're even. Right. You know, <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> That's <laughs> shake, awesome. Let's shake on it, we're even, let's go home. Yeah. So, you know, this leads into um, a match between Razor and the kid, and that's going to be for next week. All right. <laughs> um, and this was interesting, something I put down on my notes, because they went into, um, you know, just their, their backstage shit. You guys remember Todd Pettengale? Yes. No. Sorry. Uh, I do. Look him up on YouTube. It'll come rushing back to you. I just wrote down on a note, I hate Todd Pettengale. That's all I can put down. Really? (laughs) For those people that don't know, who is Todd Pettengale? Todd Pettengale was, he was a guy that they would cut to. He was, if nothing else, I I guess you could say he was the color for the background he was yeah, he did all he did most of the interviews and right okay kind of like a mean gene yeah like this he did the matches before the matches right he, I th- like he'd do like the survivor series he would be one of the guys that would interview one of the teams before the, so he's like the ladies that uh yeah interview he, people today what like, they do now right yeah. Okay. But th- this was just his job to run through. I mean, I think it was an old radio guy because he, he just comes through, you know, with the, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. He was just too goddamn hype. But, yeah. you know, he, he must have been, because the hate I have for him is the same hate I have for, on the other side, for fucking Mongo McMichael. And ooh, when we get to Nitro, I'll get into how much I hate fucking Mongo McMichael. <laughs> <laughs> <a> stupid dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so our second match, we had um, Rad Rafford. God, I can't believe I said yeah, Rad Rafford. Yeah, that's crazy. Rad Rafford teaming up with Brooklyn Brawler versus the Smoking Guns. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, shit show. Yeah. Absolute shit show. Uh, the guns didn't look good. Rafford definitely didn't look good. Honestly, Brawler? Yeah. Eh, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. If anything, he was consistent. Yes. He was a consistent enhancement talent. 
how bad do you have to be where, you know, there's fucking four guys in the ring. Yeah. One of them's a Brooklyn brawler. And at the end of it, you go, you know what? That Brooklyn brawler. <laughs> hey, man, I, I give him credit for still, you know, for wrestling how long he did. I, and he always was a lower tier gimmick, but people loved him, you know? Yeah, yeah, but eh, he's still a Brooklyn brawler. You know, I, I mean, the man's only, he can only do it what he's given. Right, you exactly. <laughs> That's what he was given. Yeah. You know, after, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just, <laughs> obviously the smoking guns go over, you know. Right. Surprisingly. Before or after Sonny? This was before Sonny. Okay. Yeah, this, this was, because I think Sonny didn't come in until about 96. I want to say she, the next year, the following year, she came in because then that's when you started having um, when uh, 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 the Hardy started coming up and Edge started coming in, things like that. Yeah. So they they move off from that and they move into a promo for Gold Dust. <laughs> okay. And I mean, it, it, this was Gold Dust, Gold dripping, the long hair, the top hat. This was the Gold Dust, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was in his prime. Yes, prime dust. Mm-hmm. He cuts this ridiculous goddamn promo, but I'd be damned if I just wasn't captivated. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you what in the hell he was talking about because it made no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> when it has it, though, really. <laughs> I think he challenged everybody to the in the locker room, but he had a match coming up. It was like, oh, fuck it. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you want a piece of dust. Right. Let's go. <laughs> you get dust on everybody. <laughs> He's just like, I'm going to dust it. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so our third match is uh, Isaac Kane Yankum. <laughs> DDS. <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> DDS. Versus Scott Taylor. The Red Scott- Rooster? <laughs> oh, Scott Taylor. Our... Soon to be Scotty Too Hottie. Oh, my bad. <laughs> the worm. Hey, he said, you can't. The, the roosters eat worms. Come on. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> my bad. Uh, you know, Kane looked good in this. I mean, it, it just goes to show. Like you said with, uh, with Brooklyn Brawler, mm-hmm. it, consistency. I mean, he's been consistently good. Oh, yeah. And consistently just convincing that he is just this brawler that will beat your ass, you know? Right, very consistent. That's why they've had him forever. You know? Right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. During this time, he was working for uh, for Jared King Lawler, so they ended up doing you know a little double team. You know, Jerry had to drop the microphone and run in and and help him out a little bit. You know, yeah, that's his dentist. Right. I mean, don't we all just run in and help our dentist if we see him fighting somebody? Yeah. I mean, sure. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do. I'm like, shit, he's got to work on my giblets. I don't want don't his. Don't fuck with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but the hands. That's what I could find. <laughs> oh, man. So this was all just a setup for, you know, um, for the feud that Jared King has with uh, Bret Hart. Oh, okay. Uh, the kiss my foot match with yeah. Jerry Lawler. Um, Isaac Yankum in the next pay-per-view is supposed to be going against Bret Hart. So this was just all, you know, they got him going through, you know, just tomato cans, you know? Yeah. He's just knocking people over, showing how tough he is. Wasn't that right after Bret Hart won the uh, King of the Ring? Was this what is starting? Was this the starting of uh, uh, Lawler saying there's only one king? Uh, Yeah, I think this was the following, because I want to say right now... um, Brett is doing Lonesome Doe, so... Okay. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> and I, I do believe that was right after King of the Ring. Yeah. He, yeah. So he, he won King of the Ring, he films Lonesome Doves, and the feud with the King starts. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> oh, man. So our main event is Shawn Michael... Excuse me. Man, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Right. Shawn Michaels versus Psycho Sid. Oh, I know I'm <laughs> um, this was actually a great match. It was a really great match. Sid didn't break his leg. I mean, <laughs> you always point out the negative shit. <laughs> Move on, brother. 
<laughs> he didn't break his leg. He didn't break his finger. <laughs> it was awesome, you know. Arn, Arn Anderson to have to run in and do the save with some scissors. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, um, Sean goes over. He ends up doing two super kicks. I think this is right around the time when the super kick became like his definitive move. Because I think he was doing like a like a side slam or something it like that. It was something like that. Yeah. It, the, the super kick was, was always the setup for the finishing move. And this is when the, the super kick was going to be his defining move. It took two because, I mean, or actually, no, three. It was one to the belly, two to the head. Wow. Dropped the monster, wins. Shawn Michael does a strip tease at the end. <laughs> wow. That got really awkward. That got really awkward. I can imagine. Because I completely forgot about that shit. Is that Sher- <laughs> this was right before Sherry Martell, right? Uh, no, after. This was uh, when him and Diesel uh, okay. became best bi- friends again. Okay. Because at this point in time, Shawn Michaels is the Intercontinental champ, and Diesel is the That's right. Champ. Okay, I, got, I remember now. So that, that wraps up the show, you know. I put in more notes of I hate Todd Pettengill. That's all right. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. But, but we move over. We move over to Nitro. Mm-hmm. Now, Nitro, they have their, you know, their brand new set. Everything looks good. The pyros on I the love point. their set. That set that you're talking about with the kind of boxy, squarish looking. Yeah. With all, I mean, it had a shit ton of lights. Way better entrance than WWE back in those times. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that, it, like you said, that was like the definitive set right there, you right. know? I think of wrestling, I'm like, that's the set. Because even WWE went bigger after that set. Yeah, they had to. You know, added more pyro, more, you know, more bigger screen. I mean, well, way larger screens than what they had. Oh, yeah, the Titan Tron got huge. Yeah. <laughs> now, with this, oh, there was so much Mongo McMichael. Oh, oh God, I hate Mongo. It, I don't understand it. I don't understand all the hate. <laughs> but he started off the show with a where, was it, where's the beef? Oh. You remember that joke? Yeah, it was a commercial for Wendy's. <laughs> back in like that, two old ladies. Back in the eighties. Yeah. Where's the beef? <laughs> We're nineteen ninety five. Well, maybe he's talking about the guys in the ring. Where's the beef? They're in Miami, Florida, in nineteen ninety five, and he's making a "Where's the beef?" joke. Bobby Heenan sitting next to him, and Bobby Heenan wouldn't make that goddamn joke. I still, make that joke. <laughs> I totally go. It goes over the top of everybody's head, but I still make that joke. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Where's the beef? Oh man. On commentary for, for Nitro, we got Bischoff, Heenan, and Mongo. Mm-hmm. Why Mongo? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the opening match was Alex Wright versus Sabu, which was actually a pretty good match. I mean, Alex Wright was, he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think he was only 19 at this point in time. He was 19 or 20. He is a big fun. It's a very big fun. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Fun. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, like I said, he was a young man going up against Sabu. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could really pull from this is Sabu looked annoyed with everything. Like everything fucking annoyed him. I think everything does annoy him. I mean, even <laughs> to this day, he looks annoyed. Like uh, every little, like he did a couple botches here and there. He yeah. looked like he was going to fucking go banana. You know, it, he ends the match. He wins, goes over on Alex Wright, mm-hmm. grabs Alex Wright, drags him outside, puts him on a table, crashes through the table. <laughs> wow. Ref reverses the decision. And this was pretty much defined Sabu's WCW career. He'd win the match, yeah. take the guy, set up a table, put him on a table, break the table, lose the match. What the fuck? Exactly. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> this is how you use this ass kicker. It, it, That's stupid. And this is mainly why I think it didn't last long with him. Didn't makes la- sense. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, we moved from there to uh, an interview with uh, Gene Okerlund. Mean Gene. Mm-hmm. And he brings out Ric Flair. The man. Oh, boy. Now, we're moving into um, to Fall Brawl. Oh. It's... <laughs> and uh, Rick's gonna have have a match against Arn Anderson. You know, during during this little promo, you know, he's just he's calling out Arn. It, you know, he's reminding him that you know the Four Horsemen are a brand of excellence. Mm-hmm. And then in the midst of it, here comes goddamn Lex Luger. He 
just steps out. Just yeah. comes out. Just like last week. He just wanders out randomly in the middle of the crowd. <laughs> you know, he's got on his gear, and he's just like, Rick's like, you know, hey, what's, what's going on, big man? Yeah. You know, he gets in the ring, and uh, and, and Rick tells him, because Luger's going to have a match at the end of the night against Hogan for the title. So Rick's like, you know, you're – you know, look at you. You look good. You're big. You're going to go over on over on Hogan. You know? Yeah. Lex takes the uh, microphone, looks at Flair and goes, Ah, Rick, never change. Then walks out. What the fuck? Uh, apparently, Lex doesn't know how to cut a promo. Or still doesn't know how to cut a promo. <laughs> he could never talk. <laughs> <laughs> there was no rhyme or reason for him to even fucking be out there. Right. He just says, he says, you never change, drops the mic. And fucking walks away. I think away. he just repeated what he did the last week. He just, you know, <laughs> walked out. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> no security this time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody? Okay. Even if the Mall of America has better security. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, said I wasn't getting tackled by a bunch of mall cops. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so we move into um, our next match. It's for the United States uh, Championship. It's Sting versus VK Wall Street. Now, last week, he was Mr. Wall Street. He, sorry, he was introduced as Mr. Wall Street. He announced himself as Michael Wall Street. And today, he is wrestling as VK Wall Street. VK. It's a kick in the nuts to Vince. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it wasn't, that was IRS, wasn't it? Yep. Yep, it was old Mike Rotunda. I guess he was pissed off about his money. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be named. He wasn't that. paying his taxes. <laughs> I mean, all in all, it was actually a really good match. It, it, I mean, these guys have gone back and forth back during um, the uh, diversity club days when uh, Rotunda was in WCW. Right. So him and Sting have gone back and forth dozens of times. So it was, it was a nice, solid match. I mean, the gimmick fucking sucked. It was almost. Like putting putting Dusty in the polka dots, yeah. But you know he's not Dusty. You know he right. co- he couldn't get this gimmick over. I don't think no one could get this bland ass gimmick over. Yeah, I think I'm, I think you're right. Because <laughs> during this time, this is when Bischoff, you know, starts with his whole fuckery of you know revealing the main event of WWE. This is when he first starts this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's. A kick in the nuts to Vince. And also, too, I'm going to give you their main event. Damn. <laughs> that is a... Those were, I mean, back in the early days, that's how they got going. You know, that's what got them that initial hype. The shots they were firing at WWE. Right. It was a kick in the nuts to WWE. But, you know, I, I remember at the time just it coming off really scummy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, to me, Bischoff always came off as just a fucking rat. Dirtbag? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. He was a straight dirtbag. He I, still comes off as a dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciated the heads up, you know, if I didn't want to change the channel, but right. it's like your fucking show is going to fucking come right back on after it goes off. Right. Like, there's <laughs> no need for you to give the ending. I can watch one and then watch the other, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, of course, Sting goes over. Uh, VK, I just can't wait for the gimmick to be over. You know, right. So um, then after that, we uh, they go into different little uh, promos about fall brawl, talking about how Vader has gone AWOL and, you know, he he hasn't given the proper paperwork in order not to, you know, be at the pay-per-view and things like that. Yeah. What they really want to say is Orndorff kicked the shit out of him and he broke his contract and went to WWE. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. um, yeah, because I think he actually broke his arm. It, oh yeah, uh, it was I think his shoulder. It yeah, was his it was shoulder. One of the, he broke something on him. It, it, it's nuts. It's he nuts. came back because he came back to WWE way too early, and that's why his run was so short. Yep. And he got his ass beat by Harley Race. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. damn. He's always getting his fucking ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> like, if there's an old wrestler back there, they're going to beat the shit out of Vader. <laughs> yeah, it's like almost like Dennis Stamp. <laughs> so, and speaking of tough guys in wrestling, though, <laughs> not Dennis Stamp. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we had Norton versus Savage after that. That's pretty good. Great match. I mean, Norton, God, he looked good. Mm. 
And I think, maybe Mike, you can help me with this. Um, this was his first run in WCW, I think. Is this? When, I believe that was his first run. Is this when he did the, the, the tag team with Ice Train, the Fire and Ice deal? Yes. Okay, okay. And then he went to Japan, and then he came to WWE first, like a brief second, and then came to, went back to WCW. Okay, okay. So I, I really couldn't get that timeline. I'm like, is this after Fire and Ice or before Fire and Ice? I think it was, <laughs> right, I think it was right before. Okay. Um, man, he looked, he looked good. He looked really good. I mean, it, it, Savage, Savage was one of those guys where, you know, you pull him out and he can make a young guy look really good, really strong. Yeah. It, Norton didn't need any fucking help. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and there was times it looked like he was killing Savage. Well, I can imagine. Um, <laughs> the match ends with, um, the Dungeon of Doom coming out because Savage has a match. It's, his team versus the Dungeon of Doom. Um, they come out during the melee. Uh, the shark, Mr. John Tenta, yeah. falls on top of Scott Norton, pinning his legs. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Savage takes advantage. He pins Scott Norton. He can't get up. His legs are pinned. Right. <laughs> he gets the <laughs> one, two, three. Savage wins. And we, we end that match with, with uh, Norton and the shark going head to head. This leads into more, you know, stuff between those two. Right. This is just the beginning between these guys. There's a lot of big man on big man stuff. Right. So now we're at, we're at our main event. Lex Luger versus Hulk Hogan. Woo! Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Man, it was I'm so sorry. bad. I can imagine that being a yawn. It was so bad. Oh. I, I mean, the only saving grace for it is is Hogan knows how to pander to the crowd, and Luger still looked fucking awesome. Jack to the gills. He's he may be a big dumb blonde, but he had just gotten off the bus. The, yes, you know, technically the yes. Lex Express. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the Lex Express. So you know he still looked good. It, the match ends with Luger has Hogan in the torture rack. He's just stretching the piss out of him. Yeah. All of a sudden, he drops him. You know, the ref's still doing the arm count deal, you know. Like, he hasn't gotten the three. He raises him. When it drops on two, Luger drops Hogan. Mm-hmm. Now he's like, I won. I'm the champ. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like, like, did you just start wrestling yesterday? I know it's part of the, you know, the, the whole kayfabe of it, but no seasoned wrestler would sit there and be like, like I didn't hear, I didn't hear yeah, the ref didn't go. Did he jump on the rope, upon the rope, second turnbuckle or whatever? Too. <laughs> yeah, I'm the winner. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives Hulk enough time to Hulk up, you know, beat his ass, do the big leg drop. Here comes the Dungeon of Doom. I hate Dungeon of Doom. Once I, I mentioned it last week. Oh, it's dumb. It, yeah, it, it's all Hogan's cannon fodder from uh, from WWE. Right. It's all the guys whose asses he beat. Except for Kel- Kevin Sel- Sullivan because they wouldn't let him in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> for good reason. <laughs> they really shouldn't have let him book for WCW. <laughs> yeah. That was a bad idea. But they learned. <laughs> the hard way. The hard way. <laughs> so they come out. Um, Sting and uh, Macho Man, who are going to be on uh, – on Hogan's team, they come out, they clear the ring. Sting, he has a good idea, a little bright idea. Since their fourth team member, Vader, right. has gone AWOL, we need another fourth member. We need a new fourth member. Oh, God, it's this. Lex. We need Lex. Oh, Jesus. The guy that you were just fighting, we need him. So all hell breaks loose, you know. Macho man's calling conspiracy on everybody. You I know. would be too. <laughs> <laughs> First Macho's like, you know, you're against me. You're against me. You're, they're all against me. At the end of it, everybody was against Macho. <laughs> yeah, that's when he was in, in super paranoid mode. Yeah, I was going to say, he's always thought that everyone's been against him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was definitely leading into the madness, you know. Yeah. But... Well, later on, I mean, just the next year following, though, Hogan's going to flip on him and go NWO, so. Right. And he does it on the bones of uh, on Savage, so. Honestly, NWO was built on the body of Savage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then he ended up joining. <laughs> right. Which is even weirder. But, um, so, all in all, uh, the whole gamble with, with uh, 
the bigger set, the bigger pyro, mm-hmm. giving away the ending. Still did not garner WCW enough ratings to beat WWE. Even with what I think was a subpar show put on by right. WWE, it was they lost a 2.4 to 2.5. You got to imagine, though, back in those times, Raw or WWF at that time was on a steamroll. Like they could have put one guy, they could have put Howard Finkel against, uh, you know, um, what's his name? God, fuck, I'm horrible at this. But uh, Gene Okerlund, they could have put those two in the ring. I mean, the WWF, I mean, their fan base at that time, there was nothing else. There was, you know, so obviously right. that makes sense, you know. And like you said, it literally was nothing else. Right. Because WCW, even when it became, you know, when it was put on uh, uh, the Turner Broadcast Network, and you could actually get it if you had cable. Mm-hmm. For some reason, WCW always seemed like that's the old guys wrestling. That's for that's what the old men watch. Yeah, you know WWF. That's what I watch because that's my generation. Well, they're young and hip, man. Right. <laughs> it's the new generation. Right. Right. In '95, that was the it was the new generation yep. movement mm-hmm. because that's when WCW became where the big boys play. Yeah. You know, that's where the kids are. Where where the big boys play. <laughs> 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 right. I always like when Scott Hall, or not Scott Hall, Kevin Nash would say that. Oh, so this is where the big boys play. Was- <laughs> <laughs> and what makes it even funnier, though, during Bischoff's whole rant, during, um, during the VK Wall Street match, yeah. at one point in time, he called Kevin Nash a mid-level talent at best. Wow. Now, within months, he's got to stand across a table. And work out a goddamn contract with this guy. I'm sure he was like, you understand that was just a show, right? I think you're a great talent. You're top tier. <laughs> the best assist. Yeah, the best assist. As he's just sliding the contract over. Yeah. And I think you're swell. <laughs> Don't get forget the initial. You're the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> did I get you? Sorry. You did. You got me with that one. You're the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> well, sir, thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else? Nope, not from the wars. All right. Well, thank you, sir. All right. Well, then we have Mike here. Um, Michael, do you have anything for us this week? I have one piece. Nice. One is better than none. Yes. Uh, anything you'd like to hear, sir? Surprise me. You don't want that. <laughs> All of a sudden, you just hear Jericho's. <laughs> or you could just put the, what you used to play with the Toys R Us. But. Oh, I was just going to go for something like, hold on. Judas. That was what I was trying to think of, the name <laughs> of that song. <laughs> I'm like, Jericho's song, that one. <laughs> Let me see. Well, go ahead. I decided to bring one of my pops today. Your pops? Yes. It just happens to be the Razor Ramon. It's a regular razor, but I still think this is still one of my favorite outfits he wore with the uh, the purple vest, the purple trunks. Classic and, razor. Yeah, and all the gold accents. And, of course, it has the nice little hair going down his forehead. Mm-hmm. The, gre- the greasy, uh, at the time, mullet. Yeah, the grease is on par with this one. I have it as well. Yeah, but. it's... Uh, <laughs> I, I just thought it was a really, really cool rendition of, uh, the, as far as Pops, because he always had the 5 o'clock shadow, so you could still tell where his mouth was. It's pretty prominent. Right. It's Yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, I would say if it's probably wanna... one of the better ones they've done for the you know WWE series. Yeah, that one and the Nakamura one, I think, are the most on point. That I like that one. I also I know a lot of people hate me. I love my Zack Ryder one for this. Oh, I love the yeah. Zack Ryder one. That one is one of the coolest. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, isn't that sweet? <laughs> that, that is actually one of the better pops I've seen. You know, you probably can still find him. He's uh, still relatively new on the market. So yeah. And if you look on the back, they got the Rock. That's the one I really like. I really like the Rock with the. You know, he's got his. One of his uh, Florida famous shirts and <laughs> oh, the shiny shirt and the aviators. <laughs> yep, he's definitely dressed to the nines as he would be on a raw. You know. Yeah, it's. I actually with what you were talking about. I this, this I was thinking about it while you were talking. I'm like, this is so fitting. Right. 
Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was wearing this outfit on this tape in a raw. <laughs> nice. Nice little tie in there. <laughs> he definitely had the little S curl there going. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's always had the S curl. <laughs> it is. It's interesting that they. I like how they even have his knees sort of bent a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Because he because he always he he always sort of bent over. Yeah, you know? nothing, he was never standing straight up. And I think on the back too. I, I I'm trying to remember. I did open it up. They have the it has the razor on his back. The classic, you know, on the vest. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. The uh, the, ra- the razor Ramon in the yeah. That, I've see something about that always caught me. It wasn't even the character. It was the outfits for him. Mm-hmm. And he he always kept it. He always kept the trunks, the vest. You know, yeah. even when he was an outsider. <laughs> I like those trunks better. I like the blood drops, and I like the yeah. You know, the, the only thing the that too he, sweet. The only thing he really changed for like the NWO thing was that he didn't wear the chains. And he also went by his name. Yeah, Scott Hall. he just wore the one chain with the cross on it when he was Scott Hall. Razor. He had like the whole light version of like the Mr. T look going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he even had his little Coke razor on that chain. One of those chains too, I think. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the one <laughs> WWE, if that thing did not double as a little, oh, I'm, sure little, little chubby, chubby. I'm sure he probably used it at least once or twice. Yeah, because if you go back, even if you go back and look at his hands, his pinky, uh, pinky nail was always a little bit longer too. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if he, I wonder if he, Scott Hall would do up a line and call it the Razor's Edge. He's about to do Razor's Edge, yeah. Maybe that's when he came out, how he came up with the name of his move. And Big Daddy Cool? Oh, uh, that has nothing. You know, I always thought that something had something to do with cocaine. Oh, really? Yeah. When, you know, always, they'd always talk about how cold, you know, or cool. It always cooled me down, like Big Daddy Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Doing That's why they were so so friends for so for so long. Right, it was like his enabler. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, you gentlemen, have anything else you'd like to add to the show this week? I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about this, Justin. No, yeah, I think we did a good show. I'm happy to be back. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, because it's I not, was really irritated last t- week. We're a when trio. I said, well, when I could when I couldn't come because of work, but I was very irritated about that. Well, we all have to pay bills, you know, <laughs> so we understand. Yeah, but I th- this is this is one of the few things that I look forward to in the week that act- that I actually enjoy doing. So, all right. With that being said, and of course I'm you know I was here with my good friends Justin. Good fight. Good night. And Mr. Mike. Have a wonderful week. And uh, with that, I'd say have a great one, folks. And thank you for listening to World Championship Radio. Here at Christopher Media. Good night. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.